So until now we saw that he explains to us that the people understood how the mice of a person have effect. And therefore they understand based on what they do what's happening in Shemaim. So people like that could really understand the Torah before it was given. Because they could see the effects of their mice. Similarly, you saw Banayach, animals which were kosher and non-kosher, Hashem didn't have to tell him. Noach could look at the animal and he could see based on the animal he was looking at. Was it kosher or was it unkosher? Why? Because kosher animals have a connection to a nefesh of Kedusha. Tommy animals have a connection to a nefesh which isn't Tommy, which isn't kosher, which is Tommy. Noach could see that. And therefore, service of Hashem then was based on a person's understanding and the results. We explained last time this wasn't just Avedis Hashem, Avedis Zara worked negatively but on the same principle. Until Harsinai HaKadosh Baruch Hu came and gave us mitzvahs, instructions. And then, when Hashem gave us mitzvahs and instructions, so then we're no longer able to make our own decisions based on our understanding. Then we have to understand, this is what we're told to do, we do it, whether we understand it, or whether even we think we understand that the opposite is better. And we saw this was really the setup for the, the sign for the test that other Mauritian faced. Adam was for sure greater, or as great as the obvious, if not more, that he was under, able to understand how things went in Shemaim. And if that's the case, Adam could definitely understand the benefits that would happen by eating from that to that. And what made Adam's challenge a challenge is he was told not to do it, even though he thought that it would much be better for him to, yes, to do it. And we saw, and therefore, when that one was put against the other one. Obedience, acceptance of what Hashem says, opposed to well, I understand Al-Pidaka Shemaim is a better thing to do. And Adam chose to do what he thought was better. That was his mistake. If we understand that was the mistake of Adam and the factors which went to making that mistake, then we understand the ticket of the Chet of Adam was the Akedah. Why? Because Avraham Avinu understood 100% this was the wrong thing to do. In every possible way it was the wrong thing to do. Firstly, Avraham was the one who promoted around the world Hashem does not want human sacrifice but the various cults and the idolatrous religions at the time believed in human sacrifice the one who made a campaign against it was Avraham Avinu Hashem doesn't want human sacrifice so number one therefore the idea of sacrificing Yitzchak definitely was wrong, felt wrong to Avraham more than that Hashem had promised him Yitzchak will be your descendant he will continue the Jewish people now to go and sacrifice him seems to be contradictory to that promise. Third, Avram wanted it to be a Hamshach to Jewish people. Yitzhak was growing up to be a tzaddik, would be a natural, so to speak, a continuation of Avram's Mahalach. And after Yitzhak was born in a miraculous fashion, Hashem promised him at a hundred. So there's a chance Avram was going to have more sons. Everything made no sense to him. No, Hashem could make it, but uh, it was a nice that he had Yitzchak. So you know, the point of having Yitzchak and David for was to contain the Jewish people. So now you should check them. Uh, in every way, had you asked Abraham, would this be a logical thing to do? In every way, you asked him, was, was this a logical thing to do? He'd say, no, this goes against everything. And therefore, Abraham was faced with the same challenge. He kept the whole time because he understood exactly what was, how things work in Shemaim. And it just didn't make sense. In Shemaim, there was no reason to say it goes against what Hashem wants. But, Hashem told him. 
And if that's the case, the mind of Avram is that he managed to remain loyal to Akadosh Baruch Hu said, even though it didn't make sense to him. And that's what, that was a token for the Chetz of Adam. And the MS is, Hashem also didn't want him to Sheikh Yitzchak. Abraham was right. It didn't make sense. Abraham was right. Yitzchak was going to be the one to continue Klai Yisrael. Except from Abraham's perspective, he thought Hashem's instruction contradicted that. And therefore Abraham's challenge was to listen to what Hashem said, even though the Mass Hashem told him, I never told you to Sheikh Yitzchak. I said, Haleu Lohida. Bring him on his back, and that's all. You did it. Which means, and the same thing applies to Adam Arishan. It's an amazing thing we think about. Adam faced a similar challenge. On the one hand, there was so much he thought he could gain from eating with the Etzadas, he could attack in the world, he could fix the rain, he could become, be on a much greater level. On the other hand, Hashem told him not to. And Adam fell. He didn't listen to Hashem, he relied on himself. And the truth was, again, Adam was right. He could gain enough eating from the Etzadas. Except, had he listened to the Tzibwe and not eaten from the Etzadas, on that original Yom HaShishim, that original Friday, when Hashem created him, the Zohar says that had Shabbos come in, the Eitzadas would have been muttered to him. The restriction from eating the Eitzadas wasn't meant to be forever. It was meant to be a Yom HaShishi. And had Adam withstood the temptation, then he would have passed the test of mankind, so to speak, and come Shabbos, the Eitzadas would be muttered. And anything he, could think, he thought he might have been able to gain, but he would have been able to gain. Except, that's always a point. Even if a person thinks he knows he knows and understands better. And if that's the case, it can't be that the, how can Hashem tell me to do something which I don't, I don't understand? It makes no sense. The answer is that you're not seeing things from Hashem's perspective. It's not a stir. It's not a stir. Because if a person thinks I'm going to not I'm going to disobey Hashem because I think I know better, that's the mistake. But even if a person does understand these things and he happens to be right, right, the mice is Akadushbaka can orchestrate things to happen in a way which he didn't think of. This doesn't have to be a stereo. The challenge remains. Is the person going to be loyal or is the person not going to be loyal? Or is he going to think he, with whatever right intentions he has, he knows better than HaKadosh Baruch is telling him, we're going to listen to Hashem. And this is, this is a, maybe then was the Shaila. Then, in those days, when people understood Shemaim, people understood how the spiritual world works. And because of that, they had the challenge of understanding that this is the way to do things, this is the way things are going to have a, the, the effect, the benefit they're meant to have in Shemaim. But on the other hand, there's a tivui. Today, that's not our challenge. Today, we don't understand the spiritual world. So now it's going to make a chash, but I think the right thing for me to do in Ruchnis is whatever, because we don't understand these things. Yeah? But Lemaisa, the same challenge exists today also, just in a different field. And that is, when it comes to those things where a person thinks that I'm going to have the right result by doing it a certain way. Not the results in Shemaim, we don't understand that. Whether I come in contact with this on a regular basis in Makaida when it comes to Kirov. Right? You'll get people who are trying to do Kirov, and they'll tell you, if we only allow to have mixed events, you'll bring so many more people back. If I was only allowed to shake ladies' hands, I'll bring so many more people to the Shirim. If I'd be only allowed to be Makal on this or Makal on that, we could change the face of Kirov. Everyone has their cheshbon of what they think. If they would only be allowed to do this Isser, it would be unbelievable. And what I say, this is repeating the same mistake. Right? It's, it's not in Shemayim, it's in Barat. Right? You might be right. Maybe if you would be able to have mixed events, much people would show up. So what? So what? So you have, you're putting yourself in the same situation. I think I know better. But Hashem said no. So we're going to have to 
be careful of our diets to what Hashem said. And even if we think we'd be able to do more, and even if we think we'd be able to do better, it's just too bad. We have to do what the Torah says. We have to keep our And if it's talking meant to happen, then we would say, Ah, how it's going to happen. There's a famous story of Tavshach, just in this point. The famous story of Tavshach, that someone came to a similar kind of shayla. That is, if you can only be maker on this or that is, so we'll be able to do so much more care. And Tavshach basically told him, he said, uh, in the business, if you want to make decisions to change how you're going to run your business, the manager has to make a decision. If you're the worker who's just working by checkout, you just follow the rules. It's not your job to change your business. Said, we're not the balance. said, we're not the boss of the Torah. It's not up to us to change the rules. We're workers. We do our job. If it's meant to work, it works. If it's not meant to work, it doesn't work. We're doing our job. It's not our Torah to decide that we're in charge now that we're the boss. We can decide what to change. And the evidence is the same point. It's the same point. A person might think he knows better, and whatever Cheshpani has, but at the end of the day, we aren't in charge. It's the Hashem told us what the mitzvahs are. That's what you have to keep. That's what we And to make Cheshpani, if we didn't listen, it would be better. But then we know that we have no one in place to make the kind of Cheshpani. Okay. So, that, okay, again, then it was Nagat to Shemaim. Effects of Shemaim, we don't see that today anymore. But effects of Baris, we do see. Effects of Baris, we do see. But there also, a person isn't meant to decide on his own what's right or wrong to do. Now, in the realm where there aren't mitzvahs, where there aren't halachas, then of course the person can think what's the best way to do things. If a person thinks the way to, to chazak people is to make big kumzitzes and a matzah shavas, it's not against the halacha. If you think it's the way it's going to work, do it. If you say that what, if you're going to have an effect on spreading Torah by broadcasting it, I don't know, over whatever platform it's going to be, if it's not against the Torah, do it. If a person has a way to think he can have more of an effect, there's no problem with that. The only problem is when it's not going to contradict with halacha. So now, as much as a person thinks uh, dogma, someone has the option of giving a public address, which will be broadcast, I don't know which radio station it was, and it's a great way to reach millions of listeners. The problem is that the prime time slot they gave him is Friday night. Now, he could record beforehand. He just gave him the recording. They're going to broadcast on Friday night. Is it mutter? But you can reach a million people. And answer, so what? You've been making the Michal Shabbos. Right? So you're going to lose your target audience, you're going to lose your prime start. So it's too bad. You're, you aren't meant to make the cheshman of what's going to work. It's just a principle of the continuation of the same principle of the Nefesh Achayim. Now, where is he trying to go to with this? The Nefesh Achayim wasn't trying to try and shape the world of Kirov. Well, the Nefesh Achayim is coming to argue with, under the covers. He doesn't say it before. He's coming to argue with, he's coming to argue with the Chassidim. Right? Because the Hasidim Sephara was, if you, if you think you understand what you're doing, so then the effect is you have to work on what are what, what achieving in Shemaim. And therefore, where it came to Maisa, if I think that if I prepare myself more for davening, and I go to the mikvah, and I spend an hour thinking about it, and I'm yachid, whatever it is, and now I'm better able to daven, so my tefillah will be much more effective. Right? Except it happens to be passes my Krishna. It happens to be passes my tefillah. Yeah, but I can't daven like that. I have to be prepared. I have to do better tefillah. That's what they used to say. What Nefesh Chaim is saying is, no one asked you to make that kind of cheshma. If the halacha is you meant to say kriyashma before Zman kriyashma, so even if you think that your kriyashma is going to shake the world if you do it two hours later, it's too bad. The halacha says when you have to do shma. If it's in the context of something which isn't against the halacha, do what you like. If you feel that I'm going to get up in Chatzos and say to Hillel, we call Ram, 
and that's going to change the world. But no one's stopping you. So if you want to do something with these halachic parameters, when there's halachic guidelines, then it's not up to us to change that because we think we'll do a better job. Just like then they couldn't change halacha because they thought it would have a better effect. Same thing today, we can't change halacha because we think we're going to achieve more with it. And that's what he says. Of this reduction, after Moshe brought the Torah down to the world, then and therefore, this is what he's saying. Even a person who is a big man, he shouldn't think he's a chacham. Shasagosim really understands a lot. I'm able to see the reasons or the the, the secrets in the mitzvahs. And therefore, I'm able to do based on where my neshama is. And therefore, because I understand these things, because on the level I'm on, I think it's mutter for me. I can go against the mitzvah. Or change one detail in keeping the mitzvah. Now, so to living grass, or to leave out something, I particularly echem diversifim. Right? Even one little point of diversifim, or the shana ismano. Or to change the time for doing the mitzvah. Any of these things, a person shouldn't think that. Once the Torah has been given, no one has the right to change anything. And now, he, he, like here, you see behind, like, what he's being where to. People who thought they were able to change things based on their level, based on their understanding, he says there's no such answer, you can't change a thing. But as they see my Torah, as what the Torah concludes, No Navi is allowed to change a single mitzvah. Once a Torah is given, the Torah is given. Even a Navi, who's a Navi, is able to understand Ruchnis, is able to talk to Hashem, isn't allowed to change a mitzvah. Like the Torah says, You can't have the mitzvah, you can't go away from the mitzvahs. And even if Navi was allowed to change the mitzvahs, Right? Because once the Torah has been given, then that's compelling. And another says, I understand how Shemayim works. That might be, but you can't change anything that says in the Torah. And the best example of this is Kiyo HaMelech. Parich is Kiyo HaMelech. Shiro Baruch HaKodesh. Nafki Mine Benin Deleb Mali. Chizkiyo was so in Ruch HaKodesh that if you have a son, that son will be a Russia. Not just a Russia, a big Russia. And therefore, what will Chizkiyo decide to do? Melechayim Lenos Yvetotah. He doesn't get married. If you're going to have a son that's a Russia, why would you have a son that's a Russia? So what's the idea? Thank you, Mary. You're in children. But Kavanos is the Shem Shemaim. It's not a harvest of Shailah. It's Kavanos the Shem Shemaim. He doesn't want another. He doesn't want to have a son that's a Russia. I'd rather not have children. If you think about it, for Cheskiyot, it's Mamish Mesiris Nefesh. Think about it. Because he knew in Ruch HaKodesh that his son would be a Russia, I'm choosing not to get married. So I'll have to, I won't have the whatever benefits come from getting married. I'll remain single. And I'll, I'll be most nefesh not to have a son that's a Russia. I'm sure Cheskiyot thought I'm going to get schar for this. It's not an easy choice to make. Right? Even today. If I tell a person, listen, it's not going to you to get married because the genetic defect, whatever it is, your children are going to have whatever serious illness it's going to be. It's a very hard sign for someone. And I shouldn't get married. But Cheskiyot decided I'm not getting married because of his understanding my son's going to be a Russia. I'm sure, like I said, Cheskiyot thought he's going to get a lot of schar. It's a tremendous sacrifice. And what happens? This girl gets sick when he's still young. And the Navi Yishai comes to him and tells him, You're sick, you think you're going to get better? I'm giving you the birth of Hashem, you're going to die. And this girl says to him, What did I do so wrong? Why did I deserve to die young? And, and Yishai answers him, Because you never had children. There's a myth in the Torah, 
Right, it's not to the period of Arabia. You never try to have children, so you're over on the Torah. And Cheskiah's answer, it wasn't Stam. I didn't have children for a good reason. I saw my, in Ruach HaKadosh, my children were going to be Rishayim, and therefore I was most enough not to get married. It wasn't for me. I was doing this for Hashem. I should have a son of Tzirasha. And Yeshai's answer to him, Who asked you to make Cheshwainus of Hashemayim? Do what you told to do. The Torah said, have children, you have children. Your children are going to be your shame, your children are not going to be your shame. Who asked you? Who asked you to make Cheshwainus? You have a mitzvah to do, go do the mitzvah. So Sriyawa says, Okay, I'm willing. And uh, because he recovered. Not only that, he told Yeshaya, I'll marry your daughter. No. We both said, okay, Shai, that Navi Cheskel, okay, maybe in the source of both of us, we have a child, that's a type. So Cheskel marries the daughter of Yeshai and Navi, they have a son. And the son becomes Menashe. Menashe, the king, the biggest Russia of the Malachi Yehuda. The biggest Russia. Out of all the kings of Yehuda, Menashe was the biggest Russia. The, the Torah blames him squarely for the Khurban. If there's Khurban Abayas, which happened after he died. But it's because of the Khatos of Menashe. Menashe was the one that stopped the Avodah in the Beis Hamikdash. Menashe was the one that built the Avodah Zarah in the Chayyim Shakadashim. Menashe was the one that wholesale slaughtered people in Yisrael. Whoever didn't listen to him, Menashe was the Rosh of the Malchut Yehuda. So was Chizkiyah Melech right? A hundred percent. Was his what his Gerucha Kodesh true? A hundred percent. The son that he had was the biggest Rosh. And was that a reason not to have children? No. Hashem told the children don't make chashmonis. And why Taka? Why Taka? Because there's, Hashem sees beyond just Menashe. It's true. Cheskiel saw my son's going to be a Russia. Hashem saw past that. The line of David has to bring Mashiach. And if Cheskiel is not going to have children, then that's it. Then that's it. That was, uh, that's the end of Malchus with David. There weren't more tracks to the Malchus. And if that's the case, and Nachalami, Cheskiel was going to be a Russia. But Cheskiel was great, great, great grandson. His future descent will be Mashiach. So don't make Cheshmonis. Hashem knows what he's doing. If that's the case, Not only that, he would have lost Olam Abba had he not had a child. Even though he did so much right, because he decided that in his circumstances, he's going to not become one of the mitzvahs. Even though the Ma'asa, he wasn't doing it for his own, he wasn't doing it for his own benefit. He thought he was doing it to man Hashem, not to have children at Urushayim. And not only that, but Gamsha Bishav al he didn't actively do something wrong, he just said, I'm not going to get married. But Khalzais, you see how he was punished. And therefore, this is the right in Nevishachayim's insight. And that is, we can't make Hashemans. We might have Rakha Kodesh, we might see a result, we might understand the future. That doesn't make a difference. What a person does is what he has to do. And if it's based on a, based on what he's understanding, what's the right thing to do, which is against the terror, you can't do it. You can't do it. Why? The the real reasons for the mitzvahs, or the depths of the mitzvahs, haven't been revealed to a, certain, a single person in the world. After which is called the the real depth of the Torah, or the R, the light of the first step of the Bria, which only other missions saw. And if that's the case, even if a person understands part of something, he doesn't understand the full picture. Even if a person understands 
a reason or a result of what's going to happen. And then he thinks, based on this result, so I understand that uh, I should do it, I shouldn't do it. Just because you understand one point doesn't mean you understand everything. And if that's the case, that besides the reason that a person's primary responsibility is to take listen to what Kodesh Baruch says, there's another point also. You don't see the full picture. Just like by Avram Avinu and the Akeda. Avram could have said, I'm not doing this. I'm sorry. Yitzhak's meant to live. You're right. And that would have brought the destruction of the Jewish people. The schuss that we always have, which ensures the survival of Kodesh Baruch is the Akeda. Had Avram said, I'm sorry, I see Alpi Shemaim, Yitzhak's meant to live. I'm not doing the Akeda. So maybe Yitzhak would have lived, but Kodesh wouldn't have continued. It's exactly the other way around. Dafka, the fact that he listened to Hashem, that ensured the survival of Kodesh but that's when Hashem promised him, Kaisha will live forever. Every year in Shoshana. What do we come back to? Akedas Yitzchak, Hayyam Yazarit Yitzchak. So Avram saw we didn't see enough. Had he been able to see the whole picture, he would have seen, do the Akedah, and Yitzchak will live, and then it will be the promise that Kaisha will survive. And same about the Marishan. Adam didn't see far enough. He saw there's a man eating from the tree, why does Hashem say no? Had he seen further, he would have seen, dining from the tree, and you'll achieve the tachas Hashem wanted, and then comes Shabbos, you'll be allowed to eat from the tree too. And not only that, you won't get the Ezra from that. You'll, you'll just get the dash without the ra. So a person can see, you can't see that. Because Giyahu saw his son, he saw Menashe, he didn't see the future. It's beyond that. And that's always the Cheshman. A person can't see, in the Torah, he can't see everything which is going to happen as a result. And this will bring the Maisa. There's a certain amazing, amazing trivia written in the Sefer Rekeach HaGadol. The Rekech was one of the Rishonim, one of the Balatoises in France. And someone sent him a question, and he asked him, he asked him that there's a certain Takana Rabbanan made, and the Gemara gives the reason why Rabbanan made this Takana. And he said, today it doesn't apply. The reason isn't so again anymore. So why are we still keeping Takana? If the only reason Rabbanan made this Takana was for a certain reason, and today it's not so again, and I said that reason, so why are we keeping the Takana? Fair enough question. The Rakech asked back to him, and he said, you should know something. When Chazal were attacking the Takana, he said, there were at least 150 reasons for making a Takana. I don't know where the Rakech got that from, let's say that. He says, Chazal didn't attack in any Takana for us without 150 reasons for us. So he says, it's a big deal, you worked in one of the reasons isn't like that. Do you know the other 149 are? I'm just thinking about that. Just think of what are the kinds of Chazal? Think about Hadlakas Ner Hanukkah. Chazal Matak Minat Ner Hanukkah. What was their reason? Well, obviously, it's Minat Ner Hanukkah. Okay. But now just think, there are at least another 149 reasons for Ner Hanukkah. We can, I don't even begin to think you can work out 149 more reasons for Ner Hanukkah. Okay. But the point is like this. So if I'm going to be a Chacham and think, nah, it's not applicable today. Why? Because the reason Chazal, which reason of Chazal are you thinking about? You know, one reason, you know, two reasons. Five reasons, fifty reasons. You haven't gotten close to the to what Chazal was thinking about. Is it possible for a person to think so many things? So I'll just give you an example from the Gemara. Another Takana of Chazal, Kriyasa Megillah. Now, this is an interesting Gemara. The Gemara Megillah of Shazayin, and the Gemara says that Esther in the Megillah invites Haman to the party with Achashverosh. The Gemara asks the question: Why did Esther do that? Haman was the enemy. Why did she invite him to the party? Right? The Gemara gives seven reasons of different time Why would Esther invite him to the party? The one is because she thought that way I'll be able to, tra- I'll find him a way to trap him up. The second one is because she thought otherwise he's going to conspire behind my back. I'd rather know where he is. The third reason 
A Tzara shall assume something, Esther will say something there. She's going to pretend, pretend she's Haman's friend. And therefore people think that she's on Haman's side and all that. The fourth reason, that way she'll be able to make a jealous of him. But seven different reasons, completely different reasons. Why would Esther make Haman to the party? Fair, fair enough. I'm a Raymond, so you should come with the answer. Now listen to an amazing thing. The Gemara says, Rav Nassim met Eliyahu Anavi. And I'm just finishing this again. She asked Eliyahu, tell me something, what is the real reason? Now, give me the inside scoop. What was the real reason? Why did Esther invite Haman to the party? So Eliyahu tells him, Esther thought of all seven. It wasn't that she's that reason, she thought of all of them. That's why she, she had lots of reasons why she invited Haman to the party. So here you have just a special example of a person making a decision for lots and lots of different reasons which went through their minds while they decided to do it. And that each of them around thought of one of the reasons that Esther had. But, but the, the, the MS, why was there a reason? All of them. You can have lots of reasons for something. So when Chazam had a Takana, it wasn't just one person. Ancient says like that, they said 120 Chachamim. And they came with a Takana. It's not surprising they had 150 reasons. It's not impossible. Right? Now, that's as far as the Din de Rabbanon goes. Now let's go to If you're talking about a mitzvah in the Torah, so how many reasons does Hashem have for something? Right? We don't, we don't begin to understand. Uh, how many reasons are there for Purim and Tfilin? How many reasons are there for saying Shema? Maybe you can think of one, maybe you can think of two. You look in the Chiluk, you look in the Rambam, whatever it is, they give a, a time and a mitzvah. Maybe. And that's, that's it, that's the only thing Hashem had in mind. The Chiluk himself writes in Taktama. I don't begin to be, begin to think that this is the reason why Hashem gave us the mitzvah. This is what I can understand, but I'm sure there's much, much more that I don't understand. So a person is going to come along and say, this mitzvah is not a gift for me. I think it's better for me not to do it. You don't even understand what it's there for. You don't understand what it's meant to achieve. So what, I mean, how can a person come with this and think, for me, my circumstances is better for me not to do the mitzvah. This is just finishing off his argument. That just like we can't, the mass, even if we didn't understand, that we can't, other uh, Mauritian, even if we didn't understand, we, we have to listen to what Hashem says. But in Kavachim, to that we don't understand, we're not even a fraction of what's going on, so in Kavachim we can't make this why it's good for us not to do mitzvahs. And again, it's coming back to where he started from. Yeah, but person comes along and says, no, in, in my matzah, it's more chashva, I don't do the mitzvah. Or I don't do it right. How do you think you can make such a cheshva? That You understand the depth of the mitzvah. Doesn't, we don't begin to understand that. So why we can't come along with a cheshva and think, why well, for us, a certain mitzvah is not applicable. Why well, for us, in this circumstance, we don't have to do it, whatever it's going to be. As we spoke about today, the one side of the Vezashem on Thursday, We'll, we'll finish off the, the first shah, now for Shoshana. And we'll see the, other, the, the counter, the other side of how he presents his argument.